Hi, I'm Alexandra. And I'm Anna, and we are the Russian Sisters. Welcome to our podcast. A show we created to talk about hard things and also to bring some levity to your lives. Alexandra is a mom and occupational therapist. And Anna is a school counselor. And together we share our life stories and crazy adventures. We aim to make you smile and let you know you're not alone. You're not alone. You are not alone. Enjoy our latest episode from The The Russian Russian Sisters. Sisters. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. Hi. Alexandra, how are you? I am okay today. It has been a day. How are you today? I am great. I'm back into, not really, no, I'm sort of into the swing of things, which is funny that I say swing of things because I just spent two days at a place called Treehouse. It's a rock, um, it's not a rock climbing place. That's silly. It's a ropes course. (laughs) So there were times when I actually felt like I was swinging from place to place, but Back doing some retreats with work people, so I'm transitioning back into work. That is awesome. It is awesome. It's a lot of fun. I feel like it's hard because it's the close of the summer, but then it's awesome that you get to see people you haven't seen in a couple months. Yeah, and it was really nice to see everybody. Isn't it funny, though, how I say it's like a close to my summer, but summer still has another month and a half to it? It does. I know. I just don't get to hang by the pool anymore, really. Even though I'm not returning to schools, I still feel that same thing. Like, oh, man, I have all these projects I need to finish before the end of the summer. Right. So you still have, you know, six weeks. Mm -hmm. I need that time. (laughs) So Cool. Well, it's great to be back in front of you and in front of our listeners. It's been a day. I'm going to tell you about my day because it's been a bit of a crazy day. Do tell. Well... I want to start off by we have things that we like to call mom jeans or, you know, they talk about women who let themselves go. Mom jeans like G-E-A-N-S. Mm-hmm. G-E-A-N-S. Did you just hear me? <laughs> and I said yes. Yeah. I'm hearing how your day went. No, it starts with a J. J-E-A-N-S. It does. It does. Well, I feel like we liked, and I've said this before, right? We, we're all accepting of dad bods, but not right. of mom bods. And the reason right. why I bring it up. It's not about the bod part of it. I had a mom day. I had like one of those days where I was like, oh, it's a mom day. So Buddy went to daycare, which was fine. And I was trying to hurry up and get some things done before I had to go pick him up. And I was telling a friend the other day how I just feel like when he's at daycare, those days fly by and I just don't feel like I can ever get enough done. And then when I have him home with me, they are the longest days possible. Which is, you know, obviously for anyone who would criticize, I love my time with my kid. I absolutely do. And also, I am a mom who needs breaks. I cannot, I can't do the 24-7. I just can't. It's hard. It's really hard. So for those of you who are like, I can, more power to you. More power to you. I haven't met one of you, but more power to you. So I'll just fast forward because I know we have a lot to get to today. And oh, I should say before I pick up Buddy, I'm like trying to shovel snacks into my mouth here. And I'm trying to do like a little bit of a nutritional cleanse. So I'm being very mindful of what I'm eating. And so I've got this hummus and carrots. And seriously, someone, something swatted a carrot out of my hand. It like plops on my lap. And now all of a sudden I have like little spots of hummus. It's like a little trail of hummus down my jeans. And I was like, Okay. Well, I have a minute, so I'm not going to go change these. I'm going to just try and wipe it up and go. 
So I go get Buddy, and he's like right at eyeline on my thigh, and he's like, "What's that?" And I was like, "Thanks, dude. Thanks for that. You know, that's hummus." And he's like, "Hummus." I was like, "That's hummus." So I also have mentioned before that I'm trying to finish my backyard, and I need lots of mulch or beauty bark or what else do you call beauty it? Beauty bark. That's what Sean used to call it. Beauty oh. bark, mulch. There's something else that yeah. you call it. But anyway, bark dust. Bark dust. There you go. So. I'm like, okay, buddy, we're going to go to Home Depot. We're going to get our mulch, and I have a small car, so I can only get a certain amount of bags. So we show. Yeah, she has like one of those smart cars. <laughs> smart she, I do not like have a, a grocery car. bag. I do not have a smart car. <laughs> so we get to Home Depot, and I'm like, oh, good. The garden center is open because our local Home Depot, the garden center has random hours. So sometimes it's open when I get there, sometimes it's not. The area is always open. It's just where you have to check out. They don't always have someone there. So anyway, mm-hmm. so it's open. I'm like, thank goodness. I get out of my car. No flatbeds, like no carts, anything. Mm. So Buddy and I go into the store, walk all the way down to one of the entrances in order to get a flatbed cart. So I bring it out and I start loading our mulch. And Buddy goes, oh! and grabs himself and I go oh my gosh you need the bathroom and I scoop him up and I'm like running because I know that at that point it's like like normally you'll be like I gotta go but when he's like oh then I know we do not have very much time so I scoop him up and I start running through Home Depot and I see this guy and I'm like bathrooms and he's like completely on the opposite side of the store oh no and I'm like of course it is of course why wouldn't it be So I beeline it down. Now, mind you, all the small aisles in the front of the store are almost full. So I'm like, it's like an obstacle course trying to get around shelving and product and just like boxes and other carts that are in the way. So all of this lines, the front of the store, even to the checkout area. So I go through this whole obstacle course. I get him into the bathroom. We do our thing. He's Just in time. Just in time. Awesome. He's totally fine. And then we hike it all the way back to the other side to the garden center. And I'm like, hey, buddy, I don't know that our cart is going to be there, but I hope it is. We're just going to do this. And I get all the way over there. And we had picked out a little succulent because he's transitioning from his summer daycare back to his regular daycare. And I was like, let's get a little succulent for his daycare provider. And so he picked out the color and I said, I don't know if it's going to be there, buddy, but let's go. So we get all the way out to the garden center. Oh, thank goodness. Our cart is there. And I turn and look and they have shut down the garden center. Of course they have. And I'm like, I just yelled. I'll, I'll be honest, you guys. I literally was like a seven year old. And I was like, literally didn't think anyone was there. It turned out a couple other customers and a couple employees were there. But I was like, of course the garden center has to close. And so... (laughs) Some people look at me and I'm like, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. You could have screamed something way worse, I'm sure. So I'm like, well, I have my kid with me. So then I'm put it and he's like, I'm like, I'm not angry at you. I'm not. Mom is responsible for her feelings. I'm not angry at you. I'm frustrated at Home Depot. And he's like, yeah. But he looks at me and goes, yeah, because the garden center closed. And I said, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I get the rest of the mulch onto our cart. He's holding the succulent. And I go, hey, buddy, guess what? Now we have to trek it through the obstacle course with Mm -hmm. a heavy cart to get out. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, as I walk by all of these employees, no one is doing anything. Right. Now, of course, that's what it looks like. I'm sure they're thinking great things. I literally walked by five different young guys because that's what they were. 
I'm like, there's a cart with boxes on it. There's a bunch of product in the middle of the aisle. Like no attempt. One guy, when I was checking out, just chatting with a friend, his friend came to see him. Mm. They're just chatting. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. So here I am with my 15 bags of mulch. 15. I don't, how are you going to fit that in your smart car? <laughs> you have to make a lot of trips, I just I guess. pile them on, on top. Mm-hmm. I got some bungee cords. <laughs> I just put my hand out the window and hold on to them as I go cargo straps as I go down the highway. Big load coming through. So there was one guy who was like working on trying to reorganize. He was in charge of reorganizing the front area because, you know, patio furniture. You say that there's six weeks left of summer. But of course, now we have to get ready for Christmas. Yes, we do. So he's reorganizing the front. And I walked by him and I'm like, it'd be really nice if you guys posted your garden center hours on your website since they don't match the store. And he's like, I hear you. And I was like, thank you. (laughs) And walked by. So all these people are watching me try and manage getting through, right? And one person was like, can I help you? And at that point, I'm like, no, you could have helped me like 20 minutes ago. Right, when people ask if they can help you and you're already done, like you've already done the struggle. I'm like, I am way too far in my anger right now. My Mm. ire is too high. So I get get up to the self-checkout. Dude's not paying attention. He's talking to his friend. And I start, I just, you know, take the little laser gun And I just count how many bags I have and I just do the top bag Mm -hmm. and a thought crosses my mind and I go, I bet you I could just ring up 13 of these Mm. and this guy would never know. Correct. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. For our audience, I did not do that. I charged myself all 15. Oh, good for you. Including the succulent. Integrity. Including the (laughs) succulent. But there was a part of me that wanted to be like, you know what? For my pain and trouble and you closing the garden center... And my car is parked next to the garden center. So I got like oh. front row, like I am right next to the, and I wanted to be like, for all of this, I get a bag for free. It's like what went through my head. Sure. Uh, but I paid for it. I paid for it. Integrity. So then I like tell buddy, I'm like, hey, bud, we have to go back through that obstacle course because going in a parking lot, pushing a cart with a kid mm-hmm. all that way doesn't work for me. Like that's super stressful. Right. So I was like, we got to go all the way back. I should have had an, a watch or a Fitbit on me and the amount of steps I got. We have to go all the way back to the other door and hope that that door is still open <laughs> to get out to our car. So we go. Now, mind you, there had been two employees outside who heard me shout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of them just kind of gets in step with me as I'm leaving and get to the door. And he's like, you doing okay? And I was like, great. I'm grand. <laughs> so nice to check mm-hmm. in. He's like, do you need help getting those in your car? And I'm like, no, nope. I, this is, I don't know, my fourth or fifth trip. And I'm like, nope, nope, I'm okay. So he starts walking with us and I come out of the door and it's like, lit- it feels like another mile to get to our car. <laughs> so I'm like, hey buddy, there's a yellow line. That's your balance beam. Like, and tried to keep him on the inside. Okay. And so we're going. And so the guy starts chatting up, buddy. And I'm like, that's fine. And it turns out he awkwardly had to walk with us and step so he could get to the garden center. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he's like, you sure you got those? And I was like, by now, yes, I am very sure. And so in all of that and getting like the mulch back into the car and we got home and I put the mulch in the garage somehow along that and I think I'm trying to think of what I may have snacked on I don't know but somehow I look down on my shirt and I just have another like little (laughs) pathway of some stains (laughs) and I'm like 
what is happening to me? I have hummus pants <laughs> and dirt stains all over my shirt. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And Buddy still had swimming. And I literally like stopped for a second and was like, do I go to swimming looking like this or do I change my shirt? You go to swimming looking like that. I changed my shirt. Ugh. I did. I did. Into a frumpy t-shirt. We get to swimming. Everything's fine. I had a little mom moment at swimming. But I'm like sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, even my outfit now is a mom outfit. Like <laughs> I have had a mom day, you know, hair pulled back in a ponytail, hummus still all over my jeans and a frumpy t-shirt. Thank you very much, Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was kind of how the day the afternoon went well thanks for that comic relief I can only imagine that's why the people were like are you okay <laughs> oh like not only are you like having your it's not even a fit or a tantrum but having your meltdown ish in Home Depot at the garden center but they were like you also look a mess oh we're it was a total to tantrum you. we're to- here to help you total tantrum I was like I don't even know how to keep my stuff together for all of this. Well, I'm very impressed. And I mentioned the word integrity because it's important to me, but I'm very impressed that you went ahead and paid for all 15 bags. I thought you were going to say you got home and you had a 16th bag and you're like, I should have. I didn't even know I like piled on a 16th, but I only paid for 15. No. No. All right. Then right. There's a part of me that wishes. Okay. So similarly, that's funny that this happened to you today because I went to Costco the other day. Oh. Yes. I For the retreats, um, we went ah. to this ropes course thingy that we brought food. So it was a potluck and I signed up for a fruit salad. So I went to Costco to get the berries for the fruit salad. They didn't have all the berries. They didn't have strawberries, which I thought was really weird. They had like pine berries, which were, they look like strawberries, but they were white. And I was like, not going to chance it because I don't know what that is. Mm. So I did go to another store anyway for the strawberries, but I got blueberries and pineapple at Costco. And while I was in the produce area, I saw a bag of asparagus and I was like, I like asparagus. Mm. It's really good for you. It's really good for Mm -hmm. a person. And I was like imagining like a shrimp and asparagus stir fry or something like that. So I was like, that's awesome. I still have a huge bag of asparagus if you need any. You're more than welcome to some. Oh, thank you. If it's you. in your nutritional Yeah, thing. It's, a, it's a vegetable. I like grilling. It asparagus. is a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> That's mostly what I'm eating. Vegetables, fruits. Yeah, grilling asparagus. Um, grilled asparagus. I like it a lot. Aspergus. Aspergus. <laughs> yeah, it makes your pee smell, but it's good for you. But anyway, I have this bag of asparagus. And the fruit I had put like in the top part where the kids sit. That's mm. where my purse goes. And I put the fruit there and I put the bag of asparagus in the normal big part of the cart. And then I went, because I just had so few things when I checked out, it was amazing. I didn't get myself any clothes this time. What? I know. No extra snacks, no nothing. I mean, I, I just didn't have the time. I think I didn't have the energy to do it. Mm. So I had my fruit and I went to the self-checkout aisle. So <laughs> that one, by the way, the Costco self-checkout aisle is one of my least favorite. Really? Yeah. Sometimes I like going there because they scan your stuff anyway for you. They're like, here's the self-checkout. And then a woman comes up with a laser gun and is like, beep, 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 beep. I have never had that happen. Oh, really? And in fact, it always mm. takes me twice as long oh. to get out of the store. I only do it when I have a few items. No, so do I. And they'll... <laughs> 
yeah. oh no yeah and the lines are extremely long and yeah. elsewhere mm-hmm. so anyway you know I go through and I pay for my items and and I have my receipt and then I go out and they you know marker your receipt and they count your items and they marker your receipt and then I took my cart out to my car and then I was unloading the items into my car from the cart into my car and I unload the blueberries and the pineapple and I look in the cart I put the berries and the pineapple from the cart into my car and I look into the cart and there's a bag of asparagus in there and I was like oh no I didn't pay for the asparagus (laughs) I thought they did a better job at the door of counting your items clearly if you only had three or four of them apparently wasn't very busy and it was just like tucked in the back so I could see how someone would miss it I really could I could see how it's missable count the Oh, well, if you, I guess, never mind. I'm like correcting myself. Clearly, you didn't pay for it. So it's not known. on the receipt. <laughs> but still, like, don't they usually count the items that are in your cart and I match it up with the so. number? Because there's a number of items. And I think that's what I they feel look for like on the when receipt. I go out of there with 56 items, they are counting up to 56 yes, items. Four was just too much. <laughs> too much. They're like, like, what is this? Five. So I am like, I say kind of out loud to myself, oh, I just stole asparagus from Costco and then I put it in my car and I wheel the cart back to where it goes and I walk back to my car and I start to get into my car Mm. and I actually did. I got into my car, shut the door, was about to start the car and I had a whole conversation with myself about I just stole asparagus and at first I was like, oh well, it's their fault for not seeing Uh, it so I'm going to take it anyway and then immediately I was like, that's such bad karma. And I well, was like, that's I'm like me- a justification. I missed this, but it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> I also missed the bag of asparagus <laughs> in my cart. It's your job but to correct. But they didn't see it at the door. So la de la. <laughs> and so then I was like, Anna, you are a woman of integrity. Like you just stole. And then I was like, you know, going through this whole moral thing in my head and what I value. And so I pretty promptly got out of the car, grabbed the asparagus from the back seat and went back into Costco and I stood in the return aisle because I was hoping they could just take care of it there and I had to wait because there was a line in front of me and when I got to the register, I was like, hi, this was (laughs) hiding in my cart and I need to pay for it. And the guy was like, oh, well, I can't do transactions here. I can't do that at here. So I'm going to get my supervisor and just meet her over there. And so then I was like kind of feeling pretty good about myself. Like, oh, how virtuous that I am returning. Like I am coming back into the store to pay for something that we all missed. And I was like, that is pretty special. Maybe they'll be like, don't worry. Just take the asparagus since we missed it. That didn't happen. No. No. In fact, the supervisor came over and she's like, hi. And I said, hi, the asparagus was hiding in my basket and I forgot to pay for it. And she was like, okay, let's just take it. Okay, that's going to be $5. And da, 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 da. And I was like, okay, thanks. And then I had to go back through. I went to the other lady to scan my receipt. <laughs> did she get the Just one, get it okay? item, <laughs> just one, one item, item this time with my bag of asparagus. Did you find that when you walked out of Costco, like the clouds just all of a sudden dissipated and light and angelic music let me came tell you, out. Let me tell you what happened. <laughs> I went, I left Costco and then I went to Schmink Schmoopers because I had to get strawberries. Ah, you and did say that. I got an excellent parking spot. Oh. And then there were a couple people within the store of King Supers that like stopped to ask me how my day was. That is amazing. That's Instacarma. I thought I was like, 
was that coincidence or I, you know, I just, but right. Like we always talk about, you don't want your good deeds to be noticed necessarily because then like, I don't want to be prideful about the fact that I did an honest thing. That should just be inherent that we do honest things. But imagine people all the time don't do honest things. Uh, But I was like, Hey, I got a pretty cool parking lot. Thanks. And then thanks universe. And then yeah, it's, it's, it was just weird. Like people were just friendly, very friendly in the store. And I was like, hmm, they saw right. your halo. Like, <laughs> they can see my halo. You're, oh, you're come on. Keep going. Do, no. hey, you're supposed to do backwards. Do you do, <laughs> backwards? You're supposed to do it back. <laughs> Let's try that again. I'm not. They doing... can see my halo. Halo. They can see my halo. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work uh, when you're not repeating it. Back, well, Beyonce. I'm not going to do it backwards and I'm not going to repeat Beyonce it. You see Beyonce got in trouble. I did not. Oh, well, she used a word that is a slur against disabled people. In oh, one of her so songs. is that why Monica Lewinsky? Yes, I saw a headline. Yeah, so there was some headline was, about that, but I didn't yeah. see what that was. But Lizzo got in trouble a few months back and immediately corrected it and released a new version of her song without the slur in it. And she was like, "Oh my gosh, I had no idea. Like, thank you for bringing this to my attention." And then just months later, Beyonce did the same thing, and they, she, they there were like a ton of writers and producers on the song. They're like, "Obviously, you just saw that Lizzo went through this thing, and then you released the song anyway with a slur." That would be my question. These people have teams in all different ways. I I imagine that they have personal assistants, they have agents, they have writers, they have publicists, Mm -hmm. they have a whole group of people that they work with. And you would think that there would be someone on that team who is responsible for ensuring that some of the words – now, I understand if people want to use cuss words, but if you're going to use words that are a slur against a group of people, that just doesn't seem right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, now you're informed. And so why would you go? And that's, I think, what people's reactions was like. If you yourself weren't aware of this thing that just happened with Lizzo months ago, someone on your team knew and then released it anyway. And that's what people were like, that sucks. Like, again, as we're talking about character, that shows... Well, and you're not above it. So even if you consider... Because what I'm imagining is Beyonce is like, well... It was Lizzo, but I'm Beyonce, so I'm going to get away with it. But it doesn't work that way either. And I also like I, I like Beyonce and I like her stuff, her her music in a lot of ways. But I'm very confused about this song that's been playing on the radio talking about working from nine to five. And I'm very confused because I don't know Beyonce, but is Beyonce really working a nine to five job that she can sing about how much it sucks? Huh. I don't know. I don't know. That kind of makes me speechless. It makes me wonder. It's made me curious, and I end up turning the song because I'm kind of annoyed by it, but I don't know. It's just interesting. Now I have to go hear this song. Now, don't be a Russian sister's hater now because I've been talking about Beyonce in that way. I have questions. They're called wonderings, and so you can certainly correct me. But yeah, yeah, that's just Um, interesting that someone to her level, maybe she had a nine-to-five job once upon a time, so she can like really sing to her experience in that role. That's possible. Yeah. When she was a teenager. Uh, and maybe, right, maybe now. Maybe still well, now. And, and to be fair, I do, know, I do know that people who write and create, you know, or actors, when you contract work, you are at the beck and call of the producer. So I don't know how it works for her cutting an album. But from what I've heard, it's like a lot of long hours. And, and maybe that's the idea. Yeah. I don't know. Was it Dolly Parton that sang about working nine to five? Oh, don't. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up on break. Just kidding. We don't do intermissions. <laughs> we don't have, I mean, we have. Anna's going to look that up. Ad for the, breaks, but I'm going to have to look that up for the next thing. Like, 
Anna will look that up for the next episode. It was a good movie. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. I was going to change subject because we just got back from a trip. We did. The last of my summer travels. I don't know about you. You have six more weeks of summer. So maybe you'll be traveling. No, we're home for a bit. Um, We might take a trip later on this year. But for right now, we're going to be home. So we went. Anna came with Bunny and me to go see some family. Which is funny when she says it that way. Because I was like, no, I'm pretty sure I wanted to go somewhere Mm. for that last week of July. And that you guys were coming with me on vacation to go yeah. see your family right <laughs> which are now our family because i'm oh, just sure. gonna adopt them they're wonderful people so yes. we went to san diego well outside of san diego but it was we got to go around quite a bit in san diego and buddy's like a great traveler he just does so well mm-hmm. we had the one of the worst flights ever in the fact that it was at six o'clock in the morning yeah and i was hoping buddy would fall asleep on that flight he usually does but no he stayed awake the whole time yeah, and he did great. I know he, he did said worst flight. And really, I think the time oh, sure. of the flight made it the worst thing. I think I've just decided there are so many elements when flying with a child that are out of your control. For me, what I'm finding more and more is the more trips that I take with Buddy and the older that he's getting is that I find that if there are things that can be kind of more secure or I know for the trip, especially for a flight, and I'll get to why I'm saying this, the better it is for me. So like we have TSA pre-check, which is great, but sometimes that line is long. Sometimes it's really short. I don't know. Mm. Sometimes they pull us over and have to look at every one of Buddy's snacks. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they have to swipe the stroller. Sometimes they don't like, right? So that kind of thing. But we chose an airline this time and you guys are going to know what airline it is where you don't get your seats. You get a group, you get a number in the group, And that's when you get on. They do have family boarding, but they let a bunch of people go on. And then you have to go see if you can find any seats together. And luckily for us, and I know a lot of people, this is a beloved airline and a lot of people really like it. I think what I found was the anxiety of trying to ensure that we would get seats, all three of us together, and not necessarily at the back of the plane, because what does everyone do? They take window and aisle, Mm -hmm. window and aisle, window and aisle. And on our flight back from San Diego, there was probably 10, at least 10 families with children, all I would say like under the age of 12. Yeah. And so you have a whole group of people who get on who didn't pay for to get on first. Maybe some of them did, but 
And then you have like 10 to 12 families with all the, like, I think there was one family that had four children. Mm -hmm. The anxiety for me, I was like, nope. I think I've learned like if I travel somewhere by myself, I can handle that more. But I'm like, no, I just need the security of knowing like I need to go with an airline where I can pick my seats. Mm -hmm. I know what's available. I know what to expect. Um, It's just one less thing to have to worry about. Indeed. And I was telling Alexandra that a friend, Facebook friend, posted, speaking of airlines and stress that that traveling can cause, this person was somewhere and they were they overheard a conversation a woman was sharing with a friend of hers and she was going on vacation and traveling with another family. So these two families were traveling together, but they were traveling different airlines to get to the same destination to do a family vacation together. And the one family was traveling on this one airline and they checked in 24 hours prior to the flight. And the other family just figured, oh, we'll check in when we get to the airport. And then when the second family got to the airport to check in right before their flight was going to to take off their seats had been sold what? now I don't know the policy I don't know what airline that was but it was a cautionary tale to me and all of you that that 24-hour check-in thing is real and by all means if there's any way that you can when you get the notification that you need to check in for your flight 24 hours in advance please do yeah because then the vacations for these families were ruined and that one family didn't end up going on vacation and then the other family who ended up going to the destination they didn't do half the excursion because they were meant to do them all together. And so it was just like a big fail. And so Mm. heads up. Well, and you do bring up a good point about checking in 24 hours in advance because on our trip, on the last day that we were in San Diego, we were going sailing. Yes. And it was (laughs) awesome. It was very cool. As we were told, you don't go very fast or very far when you're sailing. Mm-hmm. It just takes a little bit longer. Yeah. So it we was were so relaxing. It was. It was very relaxing. And we were north of San Diego at that point in time. And at one point we were talking and it was, oh yeah, it's an overnight down to San Diego. Yeah. And I was like, come again? Like it's just I can it's see like an it. hour trip by car, but it would take all day sailing. I was like, I can see, uh-huh. I can see it down there. Yeah. Okay. So that was pretty funny. But the reason why I bring this up is because Buddy was going to fish with his uncle. His uncle was like, I, I really want to fish with him, and I was like, that's great. So we post up anchor. Everything's going. We're getting the fishing pole, but Buddy loves water, so he thinks it's really fun to get close to the edge of the boat. And we're mm-hmm. like, nope, that's not okay. He had his little life vest on. So I said, you have to watch a little bit more because he really wanted to hold the fishing pole and he, so we got to try it. But then of course, here's mom who's like, oh, I want to capture some pictures. I got some really great pictures the two days before and I thought it'd be really cute to get one of Buddy fishing with his uncle. And I'm trying to be all fancy schmancy and do the portrait mode. So it's all pretty and really cool. And Buddy goes, no pictures, mama. And I said, Okay, just one. And he goes, nope. And he swats my phone. The lightest swat ever, too. He barely touched my phone, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. barely any pressure. And that sucker just tumbled into the ocean. Kind of like the carrots and the hummus on your lap. (laughs) The carrots (laughs) the hummus. Another mom day. Mm -hmm. And so Uncle (laughs) turns around and he has, I wish I could have captured his face. Uh um, Because he was like, oh. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And I knew, I knew he was like quietly telepathically asking me if he should dive in after my phone. And I just looked at him. I was like, no. And we just watched it ever so slowly sink. And I was like, well, that just happened. Mm -hmm. She was very cool (laughs) about it. 
on the outside. <laughs> well, I think Anna, you you had said that you had <laughs> closed your eyes for a moment. I did. I was sitting on the other bench, and I we, it was so relaxing, and they were getting the fishing rod ready. And so I was just closing my eyes and taking in the vitamin D. And I hear, (laughs) I hear this little commotion and this clink clink of the device hitting the side of the boat and then a plop. And I sat up and I opened my eyes and I was like, Oh, Oh no. Oh. And I just, I just kind of sat there frozen waiting to see how Alexandra was going to react, which like I said, she was cool as a cucumber on the outside. And then I like glanced from Alexandra to uncle and his face was like, Oh, and then, and then buddy was there smiling because Alexandra was smiling. Cause cool as a cucumber. And he's like thinking it was a really funny thing that he just swatted mom's phone into the ocean. Yes. Buddy started laughing a little bit because I did like a... <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And, so he, and I was like, oh, this isn't funny. Yeah. But and then, he wasn't sure what to make of it. Exactly. Like, it's not, but you're laughing or smiling. And he was like, "Where? where's mama's phone? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, Nemo and Marlon have it now. So now it's what he tells people. He's like, I hit mama's phone into the ocean and Nemo and Marlon have it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. my whole point of that was that luckily, <laughs> luckily, I had checked into our flight prior to that happening because that was kind of what was going on in my head. Like, sure, there were so many things I was like, I don't know what I have backed up. I don't even know. When Anna asked if do we need to find a T-Mobile store? And I was like, well sure or if we have to wait till I get back and I'm like we're so used to that being our form of communication and also it's my miniature computer like there's so much I do on it right and then that was buddy's tv for the plane so I was oh, like yeah. what are we gonna do now is he gonna have to read books mine <laughs> right. I? like I'm not giving him mine <laughs> go to t-mobile I'm like I'm to gonna what? wash she's like I'm gonna wash this boat you go get a phone so your kid can watch something yeah. on the plane yeah because I was like to what extent does the anti-generosity extend <laughs> like do I sacrifice my phone since the kid threw hers into the ocean I don't know but we didn't know we didn't have to cross that bridge no and auntie can just get him a tablet and I'm like shaking my head (laughs) right Uh uh-huh since yeah yeah. since you have a device and not all the other devices that go with that device and they shamed you in the store for oh yeah because what happens is you go into the store and I said hey my phone's paid off I'm actually up for an upgrade And she's like, oh, okay, let me see what deals are going on. And she looks at me. Now, mind you, I don't have a phone. Anna has already called ahead to say, hey, we're trying to figure out because Anna and I are on a, what is it called? Family plan. Yeah, there you go. Family plan. So I'm like, I don't know if it's my number that's the first one or hers. This happened after Sean died where he was the one who was the main contact. It was really hard to figure all that out. So she called ahead of time while I'm in the truck getting over to T-Mobile. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, there's only three people working, one customer. You guys might have talked about it. So she looks at me. She's like looking at her little screen. She's like, will you be trading something in today? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I was Uh like, no. Cool as a cucumber she's trying to maintain. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. I had to remind myself, honey, not beginner. Beginner. (laughs) Beginner. Beginner? What? What are you saying over there? I said beginner instead of vinegar. <laughs> oh, honey, not yeah. vinegar. Oh, honey, yes. not vinegar. I thought so, you were calling me honey. Oh, no. <laughs> or, the la- or the lady at the store. No. Honey, are you a beginner? 
at this job. I may have felt that. I just told you my phone is in the ocean. I, I did. I had told what her that. What am I going to trade in? So she's, she was like, oh, okay. And she goes, well, here's a promo. And she takes me across the store and she's like, this phone is on promo for you. And I was like, oh, thinking it's still an iPhone. Cause mm -hmm. I literally just said, I'd like to stick with an iPhone. And I go over there and I'm like, these don't look like iPhones. And she's like, they're not <laughs> I'm like, okay. But so it's on promo for you. I know. Special today. Well, and then they did ask like, for, if you guys are wondering like, what about insurance? I do have insurance on the phone, mm -hmm. but, and this is hilarious because they're like, well, what phone did you have? And I was like an iPhone. And they're like, uh-huh. Yeah. Which one? And I'm like, I don't know. And I said, can't you see it on your screen? <laughs> exactly. Like she's holding her little iPad or tablet, like looking at my account. So she looks at another employee because this other employee is like, oh, I know some information about insurance. So the girl who's helping me is like, oh, it's an 11. Oh, boy. So I just I think I'm skeptical after I got bamboozled so badly. But the other girl's like, oh, I think for an 11, the insurance is like a $250 deductible. And I was like, wait a second. Mm -hmm. You want me to pay $250 for a phone that's now considered so antiquated, mm -hmm. even though it's only two years old, mm -hmm. versus getting a new upgrade where I have to pay retail, which is stupid. Like the whole situation was stupid. But anyway, we get the new iPhone. It's a 13. I don't know that I'll ever remember what generation it is doesn't really matter. I'm like, just the basic. Because they keep showing me phones that have one, I think has five cameras. Wow. And I'm like, why do we need five cameras? And the girl's like, well, each one does a different thing. Your camera is the thing that got it swatted. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and also I'm like, I feel like we're just going round and round on how we handle technology. Like mm -hmm. phones are getting bigger. They have more cameras on them. Next thing, people are just going to go back to their Nikon and be like, why, why can't I just use this one? Mm -hmm. Anyway. So she starts helping me and I'm like, okay, one time I was in a store and I needed to have everything transferred over. And the guy was like, come back in four hours. I was like, I don't have four hours. Mm -mm. And she's like, well, I can get you started. Do you have your Apple ID? And I'm like, yes. So I go, she's like looking at me and she's turning on the phone. By the way, y'all, they charge $35 for an employee to put on the power button on the phone. No, they don't. And I was like, I can push it. And she's like, no, that's <laughs> And it's an automatic fee. Just for them to turn it on? Yep. Yep. That's wild. So anyway, she's trying to help me. She turns it on and she goes to do the Apple ID on the phone. And by golly, what does it say? Mm. Go to the original iPhone for Alexandra for two-factor authentication. Oh, gosh. <laughs> go into your <laughs> First it was saying we're sending, I think it was an email. And you have to like click and look for the number. It's like, go to your Gmail app on your phone and it's have a number. And then we know we can enter. And I was like, okay, well, I can't do that. Maybe if you dial the number, Nemo would have answered. Uh, well, I thought about it. I yeah. did like, hey, could you just fin that? Can yeah. you, can <laughs> can you, you fin that? Can you, can you do that? So this went on for like 10 minutes where she was like handing me a tablet to try and log in, but everything is saying unknown device, unknown device. Like literally by the time I could get the phone to work, I had probably five or six emails that were saying like security breach, security breach, oh, just gosh. trying to get into the phone. So when mm -hmm. I left there, all I could do is make phone calls. <laughs> uh -huh. um, there was a great. little bit. Of, yeah. Still cool as a cucumber, but I'm sensing some panic. Well, cause I'm like, well, 
we can go to what's that place? Oh, the airport and, you know, get our boarding <laughs> yeah. passes. I mean, that was my big thing. I was like, how are we going to get boarding passes? Mm-hmm. And I have ID and everything that's not in the phone, but people even do that. Right. Right. We have like the, my Colorado app where you can put your, my IDs in there. Everything mm-hmm. can be in your phone until your kid swats it into the Pacific ocean. Mm-hmm. Anywho, I got into the phone. I have like almost everything that I wanted or needed. It was very eventful. It was. It was. Well, we went. Where did we go? We went sailing. We went sailing. We went to Legoland. We went to Legoland. Oh, yes. Please do tell us about Legoland now that I recall that. Okay. So looking back now is interesting because on the day that we went sailing, which was the third day, third and a half day in town, Buddy was asking, can we go to Legoland? And I I was reflecting on it thinking he was probably so freaking overwhelmed by just like everything and the excitement of the trip and being that first day and and seeing his uncle and auntie and cousin. And, and then like that next day we went to Legoland, which I think was so overwhelming and very stimulating for him. There's just so much to see and do that. I think he just didn't have the opportunity to take it all in because it was just too much, but it was very exciting. Yeah. There were some rides that were ridden and Alexander got on some rides with buddy and it was super cute and watching him ride rides was super cute. And then the mini town USA mm-hmm. was super cute. Oh, but when we did get there, <laughs> one of our fun adventure stories. Yeah, when we got there, one of the first rides that we came upon was this little boat ride. And it was kind of reminiscent of like the Jungle Cruise. Uh-huh. At, Disney. Is it still called Jungle Cruise? I don't know. It might be updated, so. but you know. the movie was called? Where yeah. they make the same ridiculous jokes every time. Yeah, so we all get into this boat and we're in like, you know, several rows and there were four adults and buddy and we all fit into one row in the boat and we start off in the water and it's important to note that we're all in water right we're in this boat on a tour of different things made of legos and lots of legos and our driver is telling us some really ridiculous jokes that he tells all the time so Mm -hmm. he's kind of saying them with this deadpan humor and we're chuckling because that's what you do and about halfway through the ride as we come upon new york city Buddy is like, I got to go potty. Mm. And he had been sitting on his uncle's lap for a little while and just had shifted over to his mother's lap. And right before that happened, there was a family sitting right behind us. And as I said, there are these things and structures made of Legos and they were really cool. And there was like a hippopotamus and a elephant, very colorful zebras, and then all sorts of, like I said, building structures. And this woman behind us in between jokes is narrating like, oh, look at that. And oh, that's a real bird. Look at that. That's a real, it was a duck. Look at that. It's a real bird. And then we come across, I think it was Big Ben and there was one sleeping bird. It was a duck right next to Big Ben. And then as we passed it, we saw a whole family of sleeping ducks and oh, those are real animals. And Alexandra and I are just snickering and chuckling in front of them. I'm really sorry if you heard us laughing at you about the fact that you were pointing out the fact that they were real birds. I think she took pictures of like, yes, I don't know that she took pictures of the structures because the guy doing the boat ride was saying how many minifigs or or Legos were. So there's Mm -hmm. some that's like 330,000. But I don't think she took pictures of that. She took pictures of the the birds. And I think she tried to do a selfie. I think she's trying to do like a, a family selfie. Uh, with the birds behind her. She was very impressed by the real birds, so much so that Al and I looked at each other and I was like, I'm writing that down for podcast notes. (laughs) (laughs) It was just, it was funny, trust me. And so then right after that, Buddy is like, I gotta go potty. And we're obviously in a boat surrounded by water. Yeah. Well, 
So Legoland was his first park experience mm-hmm. ever. So I'm hoping to be able to take him back out there next year mm-hmm. to San Diego and to see family again and then potentially do Lego. I mean, he did get to do some fun stuff and he got to drive a little car, which was super he cute. He was super cute. But I think it was so overwhelming and so loud. And that's one mm-hmm. of the things I was saying is when he was tired too, was that there's no part and right parks do this intentionally. There's no place that is quiet. So like, even if you're walking from one little land to another, there's music, Mm -hmm. there's people with games that are trying to entice you to go play their games. There's children crying. Like it is nonstop. And I think that was just super over. He did much better the next day, but on that As, day. Yeah, he did. He did great at SeaWorld, but we're going to hold on that one because we yes. do want to talk about our experiences at SeaWorld. But it was it was rough. We had tickets to go to the aquarium, this aquarium part of Legoland. And we thought in our minds like, oh, it'd be like a cool, like literally cool place like to get out of the sun and go into this air conditioned building and take Buddy in the stroller and maybe it would be darker and he'd be able to take a nap around the time when it was getting to be nap time. We strolled over there and then saw the no stroller sign so we're like well that's a bust so then yes a couple days later buddy's like are we going to legoland in the aquarium and i was like oh it's next time buddy right next time he'll really enjoy it i know he will yeah i'm looking forward to going back with you guys (laughs) i don't know why you're laughing interesting that this time she's like it was my vacation and you came along but next year she's like i'll join you i'll join you i just want to say one quick note we did go to SeaWorld. We do recognize that it's very controversial and we Can have be. done some research. So before anyone is up in arms, we do have some information that we'll share in our next episode is the plan. Yeah, so you'll of, just have to come back and stay I know, tuned right? until next time. That we want to share about the information that we've collected. So, yeah. But it is that time. We are at that time. Is it need. really? That went by fast, yeah. I know because it was so fun. Good times. I know. Good times. Good times. <laughs> Sean T. Wyman, joke of the day, STW joke of the day. Did you ever have a waterbed? I don't think you ever had a water. No. I feel like I would know if you had a waterbed. I would think you would too, but no. Yeah. I always was you- jealous of people who had them, but then now as an adult, I'm like, that's the dumbest thing ever. No offense to anyone who loves them. It just would not work for me. And when we were on the boat at one point in time, because Buddy spent most of his time playing in the cabin, but there was one point where I was down there and I was like, who needs a waterbed? Just get a boat. Yeah, just get a boat. And then that same rocking thing happened. Yeah. I had a friend in high school who had a waterbed and then it sprung a leak. But yeah, I remember, yes, being jealous and then actually trying it out and being like, I don't know if I like this necessarily. I, yeah. don't, I don't know if I would find it soothing. And as I brought up after we went sailing this time, which I knew after doing the cruise to Alaska and spending so many days on a boat and rocking, mm. which I adore. I love it. I love being out on the water. I don't get seasick. Usually I didn't this time either. But interestingly, what happens to me afterwards is that I'll be on land for one or two days after getting off the boat and then sometimes still have the sensation that I'm rocking. Mm, You did say that. Mm -hmm. So I was talking about that with Auntie, and we were talking about the inner ear thing and how still that's a phenomenon. And yeah, it was so interesting. So it's a thing that happens. You're not alone. Just JK. (laughs) All right. The reason I am bringing up waterbeds is because our STW joke of the day is about waterbeds. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. How do you make a waterbed more bouncy? I don't know. Fill it with spring water. Oh my gosh. (laughs) 
You're welcome. You're oh, welcome, boy. Alexandra. You're welcome, everybody who enjoyed that one. Yes. We are so looking forward to seeing you next time. Subscribe so you know when our episodes drop, drop, mm-hmm. launch, I was yeah. going to say. But we are also hoping that you, our listeners, our community, will leave a review for us. Oh, that'd be How wonderful. How can they do that? Uh, you can do that with, I believe, any way that you're listening to your podcast. So if you do it on Apple or Spotify, I believe you can just leave write a, a review. review. Yeah, write a review. Yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah. We can take it. Well, yeah. I mean, be kind. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, you guys, have a great day. We love you. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the episode. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Russian Sisters. To connect with them, go to therussiansisters.com. Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com.